Ah, uh, there he is on his eight eighty sixth hour of radio today, Josh Elmer, eighty sixth. What are you on? That five thirty alarm, man. Do you know the one that sucks for me? It's the four thirty alarm. Try the four fifteen one day after going to bed at midnight. Oh my gosh! Welcome into the Plank Show. Josh is on T row duty because T.J. Perry had no faith in the OU baseball team and scheduled a vacation during World Series week. Uh, Drake then got sick, and now Josh is the fill-in. The fill-in to the fill-in. Even though it did hurt a little bit when you said doing T-Row show is more rewarding than this show. I won't lie, that hurt a little bit. Just in terms of the drive time angle. It hurts. hurts a little bit. You know. What do you mean? What do you mean? No one's driving around from 9 to noon? No, I know. It's just, it's... It's so early, though. Can we start the workday a little later? I mean, this whole 6A thing. No, no one really does that anymore, do they? I made the Come cardinal on. sin. I, I, I got to remember, anything that I report to you could wind up on the air. Could be the opening to the show. <laughs> oh, man. I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, I got so many different directions I want to go, dude. And I don't even know where to start because, I mean, obviously, we want to start with, with OU Baseball, right? On their way to the championship series. And it's it hasn't. I mean, okay. Point point of information. Whenever I was in college, we had a fraternity brother that every time there was a disagreement during a meeting, Stuart Tobman would hold his finger up and go point point of information. Now, granted, that was twenty years ago, and it makes no sense to anyone. Twenty five years ago, holy smokes! But point of information: when we, the royal we in this beloved program, when we say that the Sooners are in the championship series. Do you say for the first time? Because I haven't, but yet it is the first time technically they've been in the championship series because in 1993 we were still in that very odd system where it was, what, got to beat them twice throughout, and then when you get to the championship series it's one game. Mm -hmm. And then the year when they won before that it was – I mean, I, I 51. don't. Yeah, 51. So I yeah. can't even pretend to know how in depth it went. So I always say, hey, they're in the championship series. Then would you have to put that little asterisk that playing for the championship for the third time or something of that nature? Yeah, that would be the, like, if you want to be obnoxiously accurate like me yesterday <laughs> on the subject. No, no, no. It opened my <laughs> eyes. I'm not lying, dude. It's like, dang, he's right. Te- technically, it is the first time in the, in, in this format for Oklahoma. And then for Ole Miss, it's just the first time, period. Correct. <laughs> Dang, man. We, I'm, I'm concerned we, the Royal We, may be outnumbered this week. And so we, we can talk about OU baseball. Um, the art, did Tom Brady announce he had a couple years of college eligibility back and return to Michigan? Did Patrick Mahomes just decide he's leaving the Chiefs to join Texas Tech? Oh, my gosh. The talk about Arch Manning committing to Texas yesterday. You know, it's kind of funny, and I'm not going to lie. We were in a break, and I was sweating. By the way, thank you to everyone out at Westwood. I had a, I really had a blast out there. The a couple of, I became radio guy to some of the lifeguards. Radio guy, how you doing over there? Good, bro. You good? Yeah. Well, thanks. Hey, uh, hey, radio guy, how you hanging in? Like, good. So, as radio guy yesterday, I had a blast. But you got in my ear right before the top five stories today, and you're like, we got breaking news. And I was like, oh, I'm thinking we're going to the SEC or something's going on where uh, Kyrie got traded to the Lakers. 
and you're like, Arch Manning just committed to Texas. And I'm not going to lie, Josh. When you first told me, even in a in a setting where college sports and then obviously in that college football is pretty much our lives here on the ref 24-7, right? Pretty much. Even in that mind, no, no lie, dude. I was like, okay, I mean, is it really that big of a deal? And then sure enough, we ended up talking about it for like <laughs> the 15 minutes of the next segment. And then, I mean, I wake up this morning, I subscribe to about four or five podcasts, and what two of them are college football. One of them, I mean, The Athletic had like three special po- – this special podcast with Ari Wasserman, I guess, because, what, he's a Texas fan? Literally, there were more podcasts that I've seen in updates on Arch Manning and his commitment – I'm going to, I'll say it, than any commitment I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, Sports Center is talking. Tom Luganbill, and I, you guys can feel how you want about Lugs. I like him. He's a good dude. We work together a lot and we got a great relationship. So if you want to caveat it with that, that's fine. But Lugs uh, put the picture on Instagram where he's out with one of his buddies and he's literally, I, I think, on the, on the coast and they're chilling. And he gets a phone call. He's like, hey, Arch Manning's going to commit today, and you better get ready. And sure enough, they show him he's got a suit jacket. That's his friend's, and he's wearing shorts and flip-flops while he's doing all of his ESPN hits. I mean, ESPN is covering this. And then you kind of factor into it the surprise of the timing of it and everyone kind of being shocked in general. That ended up, dude, we could spend three hours talking about that and the impact of it if we wanted to today. It's almost been kind of dorky. Yes! The the way this thing has been just treated all along. Oh, it's arch madness. It's arch madness. Right. And, you know, I guess that's just what you're going to get when Arch Manning is six foot four, prototype looking quarterback that just so happens to be the nephew of, oh, I don't know, Peyton and Eli Manning couple of uh, NFL Hall of Fame quarterbacks that have four Super Bowl championships between the two of them. And, oh, that's right, it's granddad's Archie Manning, who, again, Mm -hmm. had a very successful professional career. So it was probably always going to be headed this direction if Arch Manning was any kind of good. The fact that, you know, he's – I believe he's the third quarterback ever to earn the perfect 247 sports ranking – since they uh, obviously have started ranking players, the other two were Vince Young and Quinn Ewers. Oh, was that Pierce in the background with the assist? Leffelholtz. <laughs> <laughs> we're going with last name now because we feel like it'll stick more, and that way we'll continue to pronounce it correctly. I was blown away. Dude, I was blown away. So there's a second thing we could spin. And then thirdly, and some might be like, about time. The Thunder did what, at one, we told you they were going to do with two guys, and, and, and two, what Josh hoped they would do, right? Yeah, they got aggressive. They got aggressive last night. And we- I don't think they had to give, give up all that much to do that. It, it's getting sold as, oh, they traded away three first-round picks. It's going to wind up more than likely being they traded away one first-round yeah. pick. And, and of those three first-round picks, they're they're not – from what I understand, again, uh, there has never been a trade that has been either more o- 
awkwardly reported on or mistakenly reported on than this because it's like that $100 million contract when it's really like seven in guarantees. It's kind of what this trade is like. And granted, some of those picks were heavily – what is heavily? Uh, heavily lottery protected to begin with. So, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I'm with you, Josh. I, I was just – and I almost – Josh Helmer, I'm almost prepared for maybe a Chris Plank apology tour at 935. Yeah, no, no, no. I I've, I've, think I've done a 180 on someone, and I've – think I'm falling by no means am I going to sit here and act like I'm some diehard Thunder fan I mean people keep retweeting some dude in my timeline that was on Gabe and Teddy's podcast that I've never heard of before in my life so I can't sit here and pretend to be some Thunder diehard but I I think I like the draft of Chet Holmgren though I hate that Jabari Smith was available and you passed on him now I hate that but I think I might be I might be dropping it I'm sorry to the handful of people that I've been fighting with over Chet Holmgren because I think, and Jay Billis said this, I think I've mistakenly thought of him as a guy that is going to pound inside and be a center. In the, that's not his game. Nope. That's not why the Thunder got him. That's not what they're going to try to do with him. And I think it, and again, somebody will be like, well, that's Captain Obvious. I, I mean, literally, I'll be honest with you. If, if you're over seven foot and you're not down in the post, my Gen X brain has it re- still very difficult to imagine that you can be a ball handler and a perimeter guy. Sorry, it's just hard. Yeah. I, <laughs> but that's what Chet Holmgren is at seven foot. And the the Josh Giddy pick, right? I mean, a year ago was of that ilk yep. in that direction. Positionless basketball. Yeah. Kind of kind of what Pressy's going for. Long, athletic, uh, can handle. At really all five positions on the floor. Now, is it going to work? Well, we're going to find out. <laughs> and, and you know, the, the thing about this now, given how last night played out, Plank, with the Orlando Magic fooling all of us, right, and hook, line, and sinker, they got us. They were taking Paulo Boncaro. They weren't taking Jabari Smith. But <laughs> – Literally, we talked about it during the show, just real quick, and like an hour before the draft, everyone was like, whoa, this is really happening. <laughs> right. Yeah. Hey, congratulations to you out there if you jumped on that. The Sharps were right. They were they, right, man. They were right on Paulo Boncaro. So, Josh Giddy last year. Right. Important pick, right? Uh, what was it, number six overall, if I'm remembering correctly? But, uh, you know, that's not the type of pick that for Sam Presti – his future will be defined by. This one is. Chet Holmgren is that pick, especially with the way this thing played out, with it being a surprise and Boncaro goes one. And, well, okay, now you've got your pick of Jabari Smith, who we were sold you weren't going to have a chance to draft, and you've got your pick of Chet Holmgren. He took the Chet Holmgren path. So if that doesn't work out and Jabari Smith or you know, well, not really Boncaro because he went mm-hmm. one ahead of you. But if Jabari Smith winds up being this transformational talent, and instead you took Chet Holmgren, okay, well, there, there's your legacy's been defined, Sam Presti, as a failure. So, for better or for worse, now the path has been set for Oklahoma City. So there's three stories right there, and we got to decide which one we want to focus on here in our first segment. 
Oh, by the way, first segment's over. It shows you how in-depth they are. OU's playing for a national championship this weekend in college baseball. A program that, I mean, let's face it, has, I hate to even say underachieved, because we look back at 2020 as such a potential watershed moment when the season got shut down, because that was a really, really good team and a really good rotation. And I've seen some of the talent that has gone through there, man. There's some studs. But I'll say, yeah, underachieved the last few years. And now here's a here's a squad that's kind of captured, in the least corny way I can put it, a little bit of our imagination with the run that they've been on, right? I know it sounds cheesy. I'm sorry. But we ain't spent a lot of time. Eric Sorensen, D1Baseball.com, is coming up here in just a bit. Uh, at Stitch underscore head on Twitter. But – we spent all day on that. Second story, right? We spent all day on Cruton and Arch Manning. And then, of course, the Thunder get a little aggressive last night. We just mentioned Chet Holmgren. Let's do this. Let's talk about the other two first-round picks when we come back. Just just get a little Thunder talking here, right? Maybe I can learn who the hosts of – someone did a story on the – and, again, like I said, I'm not an everyday NBA guy either, all right? I'm a – Football dude at my core, and I try to cover it. Uh, basketball in the NBA as close as I possibly can. But listen, I'm a football, softball guy, period. So they did this story on this, oh, this incredibly popular Thunder podcast. I'm like, oh, I have no idea who those people are. So with that in mind, I'm bringing the juice coming up next on the rest of the Who show. was it? I have no idea. I, I mean, literally, I'll have to look back. What's the Thunder podcast called? I listen to the Thunder Buddies podcast quite a bit. Like I said, I don't. It doesn't even. I don't even remember what it was called. Is it? Is it that guy that was making fun of the Keegan Murray pick last night? I don't know about that. That was a great pick, by the way. I thought everyone in the top. Well, let me. I don't know about everyone. What's about you? But I thought everyone in the top ten did a pretty good job. I don't think there was a moment where the broadcasters had to go, whoa, where did this come from? Of course, that would have involved waking up Kendrick Perkins and reminding him that not everyone that just got drafted is the next Michael Jordan. Portland and the Trailblazers, Plank, I don't know if you know this, they have a little bit of a tortured, let's say, NBA draft history. So the fact that they went with, you know, High floor, but not regarded as as large of a ceiling in Keegan Murray. Mm-hmm. Instead of say, oh, I don't know, a Jaden Ivy, who was kind of thought of as, or the Sacramento Kings, excuse me. Right. The fact that they went that route instead of taking Jaden Ivy, who was maybe mm-hmm. that other fourth bona fide superstar, right, in this draft, has drawn some some serious reactions. Okay, that's fair enough. I mean, I'm not going to fight it too hard because I do like Keegan Murray, but if what's the history that literally the player after the Kings draft becomes, I think you were kind of alluding to this, an absolute rock star. Right, and basically that was what everybody was tweeting last night. Well, uh, Jaden Ivey, uh, Hall of Famer. I'm still trying to figure out what the Knicks did last night. My apologies to the Portland Trailblazers for – erroneously disrespecting you this yeah, I, I will not lie. You did kind of shake me. I'm like, wait, what did the Trailblazers do? <laughs> you didn't know that they I, traded for I, that pick? I mean, listen, I, I know that it was kind of hard to stay awake during that thing at times last night, late in the second round. But And, and I'll be honest with you. It, let's, let's get to it next because we promise we're going to talk about it here a little bit. We'll do it next. It's 919 on the Plank Show with Josh Helmer. I'm Chris Plank. Eric Sorensen, D1Baseball.com, coming up in hour number two. Plus, uh, tons of recaps from last night's 
Arkansas lost to Ole Miss. I thought Dylan DeLucia was incredible in one of the best college baseball pitching matchups I've ever seen. It's the Plank Show. I'll get to your uh, text. I think we're going to start earmarking Josh Helmer the bottom of the hour to really get into the text messages, 930, 11 9.30 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. We'll see how long it lasts. I mean, all it takes is one person triggering me, and it becomes a whole segment. Sorry. It's been an emotional week. I'm not going to lie. So we welcome you back into the Plank Show. Hour one is brought to you by Van Hoos Fence, vhfence.com. If, like myself, you need to get your fencing needs taken care of, use the premier fencing company in Oklahoma. They offer free estimates, and customer satisfaction is their top priority. Get your fence back in shape before summertime or during summertime, vhfence.com. Van Hoos Fence. But it's been an emotional week. Do you know what uh, – do you know what today is? Today is my son's final day in Oklahoma before oh, he man. leaves for West Point. Well, so yeah, that that's emotional. You you've just been, been kind of going through the ringer here. I know, right? These last couple of months, right? Do you have any Kleenex left? I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I'm, I feel like who was it? The Texas A&M pitcher that talked about. I just go back to my. Hotel room and cried after they lost to Oklahoma. Which, by the way, by the way, I did have to laugh. I mean, it's a terrible thing to say, and I'm not laughing at him because I thought I think it's really cool that you hear someone that's not afraid to be transparent. To be transparent, right? But whenever someone had texted in and said, "There's no crying in baseball," it, literally, I started laughing out loud, <laughs> which is terrible. But though, if I think about, like right now, thinking about it, I'm ready to move on. We got to we got to talk about something else because. If I sit and think about that little man who loved fire trucks and we're walking around Target in Tulsa trying to find the Mack truck for his Lightning McQueen car, I get you a little bit. Sure. Get you a little bit. And then I look at my eight-year-old, and I'm like, this is going to be you soon. But then she starts screaming and yelling at me, and I'm like, ah. I think I'm okay with this countdown right now. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So Don't you ever leave this house. Don't you ever grow up. <laughs> you shut up, Dad. I never. Okay, you know what? It's okay. You know, maybe if we want to get to 18 and get you out, that's fine. But no, man. So little shout-out to my son. Heading off to West Point. They leave tomorrow morning. Congrats, Will. I think he's made the most of this week, too. I'm not going to lie to you. I think I think he's been I think he's been celebrating. Not in a bad way, but just where are you going? I'm going to a concert tonight. Oh, all right. Well have fun. All right, Dad. Where are you going? All right, we're gonna go camping. All right, buddy. See ya. What's tonight, dude? I gotta go on away party with all my friends. I'm like, all right. So I think he's been living it up. But it's kinda wild if you think about it for those of you. You know that that have been with the show since the but well we're on the buzz now but since the big show and previous inclinations of that mm-hmm. it's kind of wild to think that this this little man whom I used to have to try to keep out of the bucket that caught the water from the hole in our roof at Clear Channel is now moving on to to serve so really cool man really cool but shouts out to my son thanks for all the support Tulsa peeps he's off. And and now Norman in, in OKC. He's off to West Point tomorrow. And I thank him for really being one of our biggest listeners and supporters. <laughs> that 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 boy never listens to this show. Every so you know what? In fact, he listens so rarely that the three times he's caught me on the air, he acts surprised. He's like, you on the radio? <laughs> you you really do broadcast. <laughs> Whoa! He he was uh, when they had the Tulsa Police Explorers program before that got shuttered. He 
all of the officers would ask him sports questions. And he'd, he'd text me. He's like, Dad, what? how's Jalen Hurts looking? Because they thought he was into sports when he wasn't. The bait of my wanting to be the sports dad coach existence. Nah, he's the best. So, shouts out to Willie C. Now, let's real quick, before we get to the phones, the Riverwind Casino jackpot line at 405-329-9000. Uh, again, get those texts rolling in on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, 405-651-3439. Good stuff so far. Eric Sorensen at the top of the hour, D1Baseball.com. But, Josh, Josh, what do we overall think? of how the Thunder did last night? I think really well. I, I think really well. The the Jalen Williams pick, I'll, I'll admit, the first one, not the second one. I was very perplexed by that. Yeah, I I, I just don't know much about him. Uh, you know, I'm not that I'm sitting here and have been studying up every single night and day on Usmani Diang, but simply really because you and I, leading up to this thing, talked a little bit more about him, feel like I – Kind of knew the upside there. So, three three players that have some serious wingspan to them. Right. So, the, the athleticism side, I think, is, uh, is good for Oklahoma City. You know, none of the three would be regarded in the same sort of light as, again, who we talked about earlier, a Keegan Murray that's regarded or thought of as a safer pick. In this draft, and, and I don't know, I mean, who else would you put into that that grouping of quote-unquote safe draft picks? Um, I, I, I guess I'm like the only one that likes Keegan Murray. I didn't realize there was this backlash, and part of it is your fault. No, I'm yeah, like, he stinks. <laughs> he uh, sucks. Jaden Ivey, I'm, I'm intrigued with the two Big Ten guards. I don't want to say anyone is a can't-miss, but I see what you're – safe pick, right? And I think those uh, – Jabari Smith? Yeah, yeah, I think of the, the top three yeah. – even Bon Caro, I think people like. Is he going to be I, this bona fide all star? Dude, I think so. I think he's going to be awesome. It would be. Let's see if you agree with this. It would be shocking if Bon Caro's not at least a role player. Oh in yeah, the yeah, NBA. yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Whereas, you know, look, I think Chet Holmgren has a chance to be great, but I'm. I'm not like totally ruling out the idea that he could be a bust. Mm-hmm. It, I, I don't know if that's the nerves of Oklahoma City being the team that drafted him, but both Jabari Smith and Paulo Boncaro, I do feel like in in terms of you know being a role player for somebody. Sure. In that respect, I do think maybe they're a little bit safer. But the upside, woo, that upside, that upside baby, man, that upside is there with two of their three picks. Well, maybe all three. They swung for the fences, right, with yeah. with uh, Chet Holmgren and and Usmani Diang. By the way, uh, was Usmani Diang a surprise to people? Because and again, I'm not I'm not trying to hurt our elbow, patting ourselves on the back, but NBA Draft.net had been projecting him to OKC for a month. Uh, we had started talking about him a little bit earlier this week. My man Kyle Walton was all about it, right? In, in fact, there was a concern that they were going to have to trade up to get Dang. Um, and I guess technically they, they, they kind of had to, right? But still, I just – it doesn't seem it, – it sounds like a lot, right, when you hear three first-round picks. It's not 2 p.m. 
in the big city, but we do have to kind of give it up to ourselves a little bit. On, right, exactly. <laughs> on the whole Usman and right. Yang thing. I got to sit here and pat myself in the back. But it, it might be, it, and everyone wants good news after the, the first day of the draft, and every team is going to give it to you, at least people that cover the team. But, Josh, this could be one of the ultimate boom or bust drafts we've ever seen from any team. Yeah. Yeah, I mean – all, all three of the lottery picks. Exactly. Every single one of them. I agree. You're either – you just hit a home run and this program is back on a trajectory mm-hmm. towards championship championships or you set it back and – And Presti will be fired. Right, and, and six first-round picks are gone. Correct. And, you know, like it, love it, hate it. This and, of course, the first chapter being that – you traded James Harden, and Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook couldn't win a championship together. And, oh, by the way, Kevin Durant elected to leave, and then you traded Russell Westbrook, right? Like, the first chapter not ending with the ring, that's the big piece in Presti's right. legacy. Now, he can he can save it. It's ultimate. He can save it it's the ultimate. if uh, this thing works out for him. But like it, love it, hate it. His legacy and how he's remembered in Oklahoma City. Scared money don't make money. Right. It's it's based – a lot of it's going to come back to what happened in, in this draft. I agree. Hey, let's get Darla in here real quick before we go to a break. Darla probably couldn't care – well, I know Darla's a Thunder fan. She probably was watching the draft. She joins no. us on – No! Boy. Whoa! I didn't know that, Darla. I'm only, I'm only for college and high school stuff. I don't like the NBA and all that. I don't blame you. All right. Well, Darla, what's going on? How are you on this Friday? Okay. I just thought I'd tell you, uh, ask you, um, I thought that on Wednesday, mm-hmm. Arkansas and Old Miss played, and Arkansas won, and then Thursday, didn't they, did they play one or two games? I'm well, just, just one more. Wondering how... So, Ole oh. Miss was undefeated, 2-0 and oh. in the uh, – winner's bracket and Arkansas was coming up through the loser's bracket so Arkansas oh, had to beat Ole Miss okay. twice oh. they got the first one they didn't get the second one yesterday oh okay I, I didn't know how I how it worked but anyway uh congratulations to your son is it going to be in the service then with oh yeah Point, right? I think so you know it's it's I, and Darla I appreciate your phone call she's been there from day one she remembers little Willie C um who by the way Willie C got his nickname from the big O, Jerry Ostrowski. I, I don't know. He's he's. I'm trying to talk him into it. I think he has. I think he's committed to being pretty much spending his career there. I mean, you can retire, and obviously there is the ever pressing possibility of being pressed into service that makes you scared as a parent. But there's hundreds of thousands, millions of parents who have gone through it before. I, I, I think I can try to fight that battle for him protecting us but yeah he's see i can't think about we got to go to a break it's uh 9 35 <laughs> it's the plank show on a friday when we come back uh you know josh got a scoop on me and i was very proud of him when i saw it last night josh got a scoop and it's a good one last night he had a chance to talk to the newest member of the oklahoma sooner pitching staff alex straco uh, we'll hear what she had to say about the process to get to Oklahoma coming up next. Plus, your reaction to draft night, all kinds of things as well right here on The Plank Show. Hit us up, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 651-3439. Oh, I guess the mic would help. 
This is like a real sports radio show now. Let's just. I'm telling you right now, Chad Holmgren is the worst thing I've ever seen. All we need. <laughs> we're actually both in studio, and we've moved things around to where it fits us better. Is that Sam Presti blew it. His legacy is told. All, all you needed to do was draft Jabari Smith. Let's get to the phones. 405-329-5. Are you – is there still moments and, – and I'm probably the most guilty of this before we hit this uh, Alex Duraco cut and some of your Air Comfort Solutions texts. I think Toby even was saying it when you were asking him about, like, the crowd and things of that nature. There's still moments where I'm sitting here I'm like, Oh, he was playing for a championship in baseball. The crazy thing about it is if we flipped on and – well, I say this, and knowing the SEC, it might be totally reverse. (laughs) But in Ole Miss country, they've got to be saying the same stuff we're saying, right? (laughs) Yes. Which is, well, I can't believe it. Can't believe if you had told me a month ago or two months ago that we were going to be playing in the National Championship Series, no way I would have believed that the Rebels could do this. And yet, here you have these two teams in the National Championship Series that find themselves on a collision course, and one of the two, one of the two is winning a National Championship. Right. And these were not, you know, two months ago, they weren't the favorites. I mean, they they were not on the radar. It's absolutely crazy. Either one. I have uh, given a big responsibility to Pierce, knowing my propensity to get in fights with people on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. He has been deputized as the official. You send a text into the show, Pierce is the guy that decides if it makes the prep page or not. That's right. So, Plank and I are officially... I'm tapping out. We are not... Don't come don't come to us with your anger use when the, your text does not make it to the air. It is Use the hold. super secret textoso line uh to get in here. But uh I I did want to mention one thing that I saw on the Air Comfort Solutions text line because I think you see these popping up all all over the place. And they should, right? Watch parties. And we heard from the 918. I I think this might be Paige. Paige Cole up in uh, the OU Club at Tulsa. Nice. The OU Club at Tulsa is hosting a watch party for the game tomorrow. If fans in the Tulsa area want to come out and cheer at Big Whiskey, that's 51st between Harvard and Yale. I, that's where we did the Beat Texas Bash. And I drove by it twice because it used to be something else, right? Big Whiskey's and – it, and it's awesome, by the way. It's a great place. But it used to be like the Green Onion – and it hasn't been that for a while, but yet in my mind, that's always where the Green Onion was. So I drove by it like five times. <laughs> where is this I, I, I think I think I eventually – I might have called Doug Hamilton. I might have called Paige. I'm like, am, am I missing this? And Because it keeps telling me, and then I looked up. I'm like, oh, oh, it's, it's, it's the right green there. Green Onion. That's, that's not the Green Onion anymore. But So that's very cool. OU Club at Tulsa, watch party for the game in the Tulsa area. Big Whiskey 51st between Harvard and Yale. Check it out. I'm so jacked for this championship series. I can't wait. I, I'm i having a difficult time that this series isn't getting going tonight, but <laughs> that's all right. I'll wait. I, I'm okay with a night off from me. I'm not okay because I want to see them go. Right? I don't want to see them play. It's like, they're hot. Let them go. Um, here's one more real quick one off the Air Comfort Solutions text line. This is from Steve, speaking of Tulsa, NBA, who writes – Great job with the Alex Storaco or Stroco. What do we go with? Storaco. Storaco. Okay. Great job with the Alex Storaco interview, Josh. She seems like the perfect player for the Sooners, 
Can't wait to see her pitch for OU. Now here at 944 on the Plank Show on a Friday, yes, this is a very baseball-heavy show, but also you did get a chance to talk to the newest Sooner last night. How'd it go? It was great. Well, the next to newest, right? Because Alina Torres now tops her. I know. Torres had to come come in with the over-the-top grip and ruin our ability to say <laughs> the newest Sooner. But one of the one of the latest transfer additions to Oklahoma. Obviously, Storaco is a star, and that's why she's coming to Oklahoma. Had 300-plus strikeouts last season and was involved in winning Big Ten championships, Plank. So she uh, she really struck me as – grateful for this opportunity to join OU even a little bit surprised to have the opportunity to join Oklahoma and was so so nice and likable fans are going to love Alex Storaco she's she's a superstar as a co-host of the locked on Sooners podcast can I request your permission to play the clip that y'all put on social media get after all right you, you good you ready you know how to play these in there? Yeah, I think he does. Is it not playing? I haven't pushed it yet. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. All right, here we go. This is from the Locked On. So that Tuesday, I kind of went into the portal, and my name didn't officially hit until like 9.55 p.m. on that Tuesday night. Mind you, this is also like Super Regional, like getting into – they just like won Super Regionals, getting into Women's College World Series. And so – um I get my first text at 10.01. My first call is at 10.03 p.m. And it's from Oklahoma City, Oklahoma. And I was like, who could this possibly be? Because never in a million years would I imagine that Coach Gasso would be the first one to call me, let alone Oklahoma would be interested in the first place. And so I answered the phone and I was like, hello. And she's like, hey, it's Coach Gasso from, you know, University of Oklahoma. And I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, no way. I couldn't believe it. And, like, I was, like, totally having, like, a 10-year-old, like, pinch me moment. Like, Coach Gasso is calling me right now. Like, this is so cool. (laughs) That's how I feel, too, whenever Coach Gasso calls me. Usually my first reaction whenever I see Coach Gasso's name pop up is, oh, no, what did I do? Right? It's, like, immediately defense mechanism. What did I say? Am I in trouble? But, no, seriously. Uh, How cool is that? Very cool. Very cool. And, uh Obviously, again, she's uh, she's a rock star. Oklahoma's lucky to have her joining the program. Right. And, you know, I think it's important, too, when you hear a player like that that has the excitement to join OU. Right. When the appreciation, when you have that, is just huge. And, oh, by the way, thank you to Steve for the, the nice comment on the text line. Appreciate that. Steve, by the way, has got a little Bobby Bones vibe to him, right, with the glasses like that, kind of has the hair the same way. I like Steve. Ooh, and I like that off the 405 on the Air Comfort Solutions text line, the SSTS, the Super Secret Tech Society. <laughs> if you're a part of the Super Secret Tech Society, you you are a major part of this program. I like the way you're thinking. Yes. there's There's ways to get involved. But for now, if if you know, you know. If you're in, you're in. SSTS. All right, so Alex Duraco in. It gives you an idea, too, how badly Patty Gasso won it. Literally, her name goes in the portal. It's The Sooners just won their Super Regional to go to the championship. Uh, Michigan lost its Super Regional. And UCF ends up going. Is that right? Or had, was it, it was the Regional. I'm sorry. Because no, UCF came here for the Super Regional. So... I mean, she's obviously a little bit down still, and Patty Gasso is the first call you get. 
Yeah, whatever stop number one was Norman, I think we felt pretty confident that there wasn't going to be a stop number two. It gives you an indication, too. And this is, look, I mean, this is no surprise at all. Patty Gasso's the GOAT, right? Yeah. But in order to have that perch, it just doesn't stop, man. I mean, you you are always thinking three, four, five steps ahead. You're thinking about, okay, well, how can we remain at this point? Well, adding in Alex Storacco to the program as soon as she puts her name into the transfer portal and letting her know, hey, what's going on? We'd love to have you. We want you here. We'd love Very to have cool. you to at least come check out Norman, right, and see if it's something you'd be interested in. We search Locked On Sooners on our podcast providers to get that bad boy. That's right. Like, subscribe. I mean, it's any of the big podcast providers. When we come back, we'll put a wrap on our number one. We're, we're kind of, I think, riding the wave pretty good between the biggest story of the day, which in uh, our world as the home of Sooner fans is OU Baseball going to the championship series, uh, the Oklahoma City Thunder, the only professional team in our state, having a very interesting draft last night. And then, of course, we haven't even mentioned too much Arch Manning going to Texas, which is apparently the biggest commitment we've ever seen in the history of college football. Let's hit that next. Okay, I think this will be a perfect way to spend our final segment of Hour 1. Eric Sorensen from D1 Baseball. Coming up, I pre-taped interview. I talked to him late last night, so we got that coming up here in just a bit. And uh, top five stories of the day, which I, I feel like three of the stories could dominate a four-hour radio show. So Tyler McComas in uh, content heaven, topic heaven this afternoon. Are you Okay. Content heaven. Are you fighting with someone? No, no, Oh, okay, no. okay. I was like, <laughs> we're all good. Sorry. We, we've had a couple in-break conversations where both of us look like, what? What did you? I've, I'm not used to getting up at 5 in the morning, I, man. I did the same thing, though. You, you said something to me. It's like, what would you ask? I'm like, I forgot what I just asked. Thank God the mics come on at some point, man. <laughs> all right, all right. Here's the question, and it's a good one. 405-651-3439. And I'm sure it's only been asked 8,000 times, but... Will Sark be at Texas by the time Manning gets there? What say you, Josh Elmer? Yeah, I think I so. I think so, too. Well, I also think this gives him a little bit of the good graces to kind of hang on, even if things go poorly. It would have to be so bad, I think, this <laughs> season for him to not get that grace season just based on the fact that, you know, you're, you're not trying to lose Arch Manning. That's right. That's a dangerous, slippery slope to go down. With the head coach to where you're, you're basically saying, well, I mean, they've got this this highly touted player committed. We don't want to get rid of a bad head coach because of that. But it's just mine, by the way. That is yours. Okay, sorry. That's another thing. I'm used to everything in this studio being mine. Yeah, we might have to start labeling waters, I guess, if I hang out hang out in here. So there was one point that was brought up, and I think this uh, I saw this LarryBrownSports.com, but Manning made the announcement on Twitter. But it was his it it was his first tweet, right? I mean, he had made a commitment to himself to stay off Twitter, to stay off all social medias. In fact, uh Manning stayed off social media prior to that. I think he had I don't know if he ever had an account. There was always rumors about whether or not he did. But part of the reason Manning stayed off Twitter was that he didn't want to be recruited there, which is very different than what you see right now in the world of social media and understanding your the value of your NIL, right? There's not a lot of people that say, I'm off social media during this recruitment. What do you mostly see? 
Where's the Sooner fans giving me love? Where's the Oklahoma State fans? And then then they're reaching out and they want Tattoo Baker to to make a <laughs> make a JPEG or whatever for him. They JPEG, I'm sure that's old school, but to make a uh, an edit for him. You've got then you've got OU Christie that are fighting with people that try to tell you that he sucks. It's just it's most of the time social media helps build up that profile of a of a recruit. But he decided not to do that. Interesting approach. Can't say I'm against it. Um, and he didn't want not just the program, but the fans recruiting him on Twitter. Which, again, complete 180 from what you typically get. Um, I don't know, Probably not a bad approach, but then again, there's not a lot of guys coming out that SportsCenter is going to have a true segment, not in the midst of a college or high school football show, Josh, but they had a true segment on this commitment in the middle of Sports Center, he doesn't have to worry about his social media profile. No, no. Yeah, well, somebody let him know, and it was probably Peyton and Eli. Yeah, dude, you don't want to be on social media. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Until you get a little further down the road, I mean, you've already because of us, because of Archie. Look, it's it's going to be a circus. So yeah. why don't you try and limit as much of that as you can? Yeah, I, and by the way, all you would uh, all you would need. All you need to know is that basically, uh, who was it? Was a Dyson Daniels mom broke the internet? So you're not really missing anything on social media. Good call on Arch's part. All right, hour two coming up. Eric Sorensen around the corner on the Plank Show.